Check Wrench Nation hanging out with you guys from the East of Valley Institute of Technology. Mr. Greg Ovist is in studio. Greg, Big Daddy. Greg, how are you, baby? Good. What's going on with you? We got to let these trumpets blow, though. Give them respect. We got to be able to give tribute to the brass section. The Budos Band, people, if you don't know the band, the Mellow Groove. I know a lot of you guys hanging out in the service bay. It's been a rough day. You like those trumpets, don't you? Get Budos Band on your playlist. Yeah, we like it loud and large and brassy. Oh, uh, yeah. Wrench Nation, if you're new to the show, it's always an honor to spend it with you in my, uh, well, big shout out to Susie Sockets. Oh, yeah. We miss her. In the garage. She will be back. When? She'll be back. Well, not I- not like Donald Trump be back, but she'll be back. <laughs> I promise you she'll be back. But in the meantime, I got to give kudos in studio. G's up. G-double-E-double-Z-U-P.com's Greg Ovis. Welcome back, baby. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been a while. It's been a couple weeks, right? It's summer. I'm just going to be blanket straight. Some of you podcast maniacs said, well, why did she play another new show? Well, because <laughs> we're taking vacay. And it's hot outside. I'm tired of working like a dog. I'm taking it easy. Woof, woof. Woofity woof. <laughs> but uh remind you guys, if you are, with all due respect, you just flipped on the channel and you said, whoa, what's this maniac about? We're an automotive lifestyle show, man. Yeah, we're going to get into some car tips here and there. We've had... Uh, well, I, I, you know, I mentioned Magnus Walker often because he's a mentor to me. Uh, I mind you, or remind you guys to get on to his TEDx talk, Magnus Walker, Porsche aficionado, uh, Tony Dow. We are an automotive lifestyle show. If they're go-karting people, we're going to cover it. Oh, yeah. Lifestyle is sleep, eat, everything automotive. If they're NHL rate 10,000 horsepower, we're going to cover it. We're watching it. And on this show, if it is an industry topic... It will be an industry topic. I have a good one today, too. I'm tired of hearing you people say how busy, schmizzy, wizzy you are in your service base. <laughs> and for all my consumers, my moms and dads driving, this is going to be a great show because we're going to give you some insight to not perfection, man. This show's not perfect, man. Nope. But what's it take for that local rock star corner garage to run a well-old machine so you can leave saying, Oh, snap. I got better service than I did at the Hilton. Got my money's worth. Got my money's worth. Those technicians were smiling. The teeth weren't missing. (laughs) Candy was on the counter. And they gave me a fair price and fixed it right. Can't ask for more than that. We are going to cover what could affect that service process Mm -hmm. by way of what, Greg? What are we watching at night on the news? It's not COVID-schmovid. No. Ukraine, yeah. God bless the Ukrainians. It is the stock market hootenanny crash in skies falling. Up and down. It's like lightning bolts. Lately, it's been down. <laughs> like the toilet bowl is open, man. It's flushing. Stock market sells off on hot inflation. As Investor Business Daily reports, this should worry you. Now, that's, now that's fear-driven headline. I'm scared. Now, how does it relate to the local rock star mechanic? Well, it does, man. If you go back... Uh, to recessional, uh, you know, I'm not an economist, man, but I do know right now we're going to see a shift in what 
the mood of the consumer. Do you need to get that fuel system service clean or buy the eight-pack toothpaste for that large family of yours? <laughs> that's the decision. You're going to compare these decisions. Do I buy the toothpaste that's expensive or can I hold off on the teeth cleaning for those fuel system injector rivers? <laughs> I mean, that's the logic. It's true. I, and I'm going to tell you guys, I speak from experience 2001, September 11th, I was in there, in the pit, ran the business. Not easy. Fear. We had no clue what would, uh, September 12th, 13th, 14th would be. 2008, market correction, sky's falling. All of you people working in Jack in the Box who bought a $700,000 home, <laughs> spanking. Money was free. We were in business. PPP protection, protection, schmection, feds cooking the books. Give us money to keep the business alive. That was two years ago. Some of you needed it. Some of you didn't. You kinked the books. I know you did. That's crazy. It's two years ago. We were involved. What do you tell your crew when the sky's falling? Now, I'm speaking on an automotive service level. Technicians, advisors, shop owners, entrepreneurs. But it doesn't matter. You're listening to this on Saturday. I don't care where you are. If you're the dry cleaner, all my service-related businesses, you want to tune in. Now, we don't mess around. We bring talent on the show, Greg. And I'm excited. Miss Kim Hickey, Automotive Training Institute and host of the Maximum Octane Podcast. Kim is a rock star, man. She's like the goddess that's been around. (laughs) She she doesn't pull any punches. No, she's solid. What, What I mean by that is... She's got pain under her belt. She didn't read it in a book. How many of you read it in a book, tried it, and it failed anyway? So right. throw the books out, fail, and then try again. Yep. I'm just kidding. But Kim, with the uh, Automotive Training Institute, the Automotive Training Institute, what is that? What is the Training Institute, ATI? They got more than 1,600 active members, and they coach the industry on how to be better, and they do a good job. Yeah. Uh, Kim's been around the automotive repair since 1927. She's been around. Under hood, under dash, behind the counter, and now she serves helping many in the industry. And if you're uh, please not driving Maximum Octane podcast, put that on your player, man. Stop messing around with all that Disney stuff that don't mean anything. <laughs> Disney's not going to make you grow. Yeah, she's paid her dues. It's respectable. Greg, I'm excited about this show because I hate the fake news. And you guys, I don't care where you're at in your careers. You're going to see it in the evening or live streaming on your little Twitters and Instagrammies and tickety-tockities. Fake news. They're going to get into the emotion. So how do you as a business owner, specifically an automotive service center? Yeah, and I know you dealer people listen to me too. I know it. Yep, they're How do you dial it in yeah. so that we can deal with what will be a finicky consumer? Greg, break the ice. I gave too much doom and gloom. What's happening in the world of cars? Classic cars. Well, you didn't say the word antiquities. I know. We're going back. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, it's the antiquities. And for you folks, uh, Greg Ovis with G-E-E-Z-U-P. Greg is uh, a talent behind helping you find your dream hoopty or consign, sell. He's the man. He's in the business. Well, I appreciate that, Frank. So I'm going to set aside the antiquities topic today. I'm a big fan of SEMA. Everyone loves it. It's one of the best shows I look forward to every year. And I just read an article that I got to make, I'm a little sad about it. Uh, SEMA announced that Ford Motor Company is pulling out of SEMA 2022. I heard that. That's a big, 
I don't. Res- I don't respect Ford. I love you, Ford F one fifty. I've had yep. one. I love Ford mechanically. I don't. Re- I don't. Just this whole thing with Ford now is wonky. Yeah. With just, I think some of the decisions they're making. I agree. So I, I'm. I'm going to be a little sad because now, I'm, why is this? Well, I can go on the record and say because they're losing money. Look at their they, stock. They had a big loss this first quarter, uh, but you know, going to SEMA all these years. I mean, I've been going there twenty, uh, eighteen years. And Ford's always been a staple. So I'm going to miss Ford at SEMA this year. They've always had the drifting exhibits for the attendees. They've had great displays, the release of their new vehicles. And I think there's going to be a holder this year. And I'm kind of disappointed about it. All right, I'm making a special announcement. Mr. Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford. Have a drink, relax, you can reconsider. (laughs) Elon Musk with Tesla does it all the time. You need to tweet a reconsideration. Something. I'm going to call SEMA. Can you give them a little discount? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Ford's They were all, iconic out they there. Were. Yeah. They were. They've been there forever. So I think it's going to be a, a hole there for the attendees. What do you, I mean, if we could speculate, I, I don't know if there's been announcements on who would take their place. Oh, I mean, no. I know Toyota's big, uh, Toyota? which is I smart. Wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to see Tesla in there I want to see Tesla. But I don't want to see that EV quiet thing. I want to no. see a big block in a Tesla at yeah. SEMA. Agreed. Agreed. What's but the name? Of, yeah, I'm excited to go to SEMA, but I'm I'm gonna miss seeing those exhibits for sure. But Ford did announce they're still gonna support different projects and programs through the SEMA week, but they're gonna pull their big. They don't have a physical presence, presence so right. they're pulling out, but they still have their string in there. Yeah, they're still gonna have. Uh, All right, well they're trying to gradually. But one thing that Ford did announce is in, they're gonna start offering their aftermarket parts through the dealership instead of branding them through aftermarket pro. You know. Well, we all know the reason why behind that is their lemonade is not selling. (laughs) When your lemonade doesn't sell, you need to consider the cranberry aisle. Yeah, they have. I mean, it's hard for a dealership right now. I know a lot of you as a consumer, we we talk on behalf of the consumer. Yeah. You know what they say? The new new American dream is to own a truck, not a house (laughs) anymore. I mean, stuff's expensive. It is. And we can cough it up to supply chain and chips and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so the official announcement was due to a change in a corporate strategy, Ford and Honda will not be displaying at two, at SEMA 2020. Ford and Honda. Ford and Honda. Will we miss Honda? Uh, I've, I've had a soft spot for Hondas, but. Little Honda Civic blown. Oh, yeah, I love those Civics. Popping wheelies with a wheelie bar. Fast and Furious. You'll, you'll never not love a Civic. They can't. Listen, you better <laughs> not deny the tuner market in that Fast no. and Furious family. Yep. Those TikTokers are I can't even count how many, how many Civics or Integras I've had through the years. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that was my little topic. I'm sad to see Ford that they won't be there this year. All right. I always report on, I don't know, there's always recalls. Some of you get frustrated because you want us to fix it. We look at you. Well, we can drive your car there, but we can't. We So, you know, we can't fix it. Now, there was a time where... You know, the manufacturer said, boy, we could use those automotive aftermarket rock stars to help us on this Takata airbag recall. <laughs> those were huge. But there's several recalls I think is worthy. Hyundai and Kia recall. I love Hyundai and Kia. They're practical. Do they make us money in the garage? Not as much as Chrysler Dodge. And being straight with you, Hyundai's come a long way. Kia has as well. But I hate to hear a handful of cars being recalled because the bolts were incorrectly tightened. A simple torque wrench problem? I'm seeing somebody's drinking on the line. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's a 3 o'clock Friday deal. Both Hyundai and Kia are chipping away at the Japanese Golden Standards Toyota and Honda. This is what this article says. I have no idea what the heck that means. Let's get right well, to the gist of it. Well, how did they find out they were loose? 
Well, people probably complained. Right now, the biggest complaint you'll have, you go buy your ride. It smells good. You paid. You're on a waiting list from 20 years ago to buy that thing. (laughs) (laughs) The likelihood, more so than ever, that you will have some sort of bad sound, clunk noise, clatter, rattle, batter is high. These new cars are, I mean, everything is so refined. You think that Grey Poupon commercial was refined? (laughs) These cars are like, you want your stuff, people. And so, but anyway... Uh, recalls. Go on to NHTSA.gov. I recommend it, as I always tell you every show, man. You buying that used car, you think it's a cream puff, maybe not so much. You do your research. Here's another story we had. Scotty Kilmer, big YouTube sensation, walking the YouTube red carpet as the YouTube mechanic. Scotty Kilmer, I don't think he gives a crap about anything other than, yeah, he's helping people, but he's making Big money on YouTube. Scotty Kilmore bashes Elon Musk's Tesla clients, customers, and calls them fools. Wow. I'm going to clicketh on this article. Now, I don't know if this is like bait, stuffy, switchy, ruey. Nothing will stop the well-known auto mechanic, Scotty Kilmer, from freely talking about subjects that are truly important to his followers and fans. Uh, Greg, let's dissect his followers and fans. Can we do this? Um, sure. Is it overwhelmingly sensible, educated women who go on to YouTube to how to, to, how to fix their car? Is that category plus or minus? This is minus. Yeah, I agree All with right? that. Would it be a retired individual who doesn't want anything to do with fixing their car <laughs> and they want it fixed right the first time? Is that a fan? Nope. That depends. All right, I'm going to piss you off right now, my young 20-somethings. Listen. Don't say any bad words. Are you broke and can't fix your car and bash the local automotive yeah. center for charging buku money because yeah. you can't? But that's his followers and fans. Elon Musk, Tesla, SpaceX, Starlink, and Hyperloop. All of the Elon Musk franchise have all gotten onto the man's radar. Why? Why is this? He does. He calls them fools. Now, I think this is some sort of bad stimulus check for Scotty Kilmore <laughs> to try to bait and switch people to his channel. Could maybe. Be. I don't know. I don't agree. I love the wholesome place. Maybe Scotty comes from. He wants to help people. But boy, oh boy, he's a mouthpiece. And what I do not like, maybe you agree or don't. Do we need this kind of influence in our society right now to bash Mr. Elon Musk? No, no, no negativity. I don't care if you're a Kia Rio award-winning driving happy day. I love my Kia Rio. The man is making change in the industry. Yeah. Leave him alone. You, you can't knock what he's doing and has done. Scotty, you're running out of material? Come into my garage. I got stuff that we work on that'll make your channel flip over upside down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Scotty Kilmore, if you want to watch uh, or listen, we had him on. He's actually a pretty cool cat. He has Show a lot number. of followers, too. Yeah. Just a little, huh? Yeah. Uh, what is that? Episode 211 on oh. the Wrench Nation channels of channels. All right. Now, we're going to dive in. We've got to talk about this doom and gloom that we're hearing about. If you're in the automotive service industry, if you're a youngster coming up and you've got your first job, uh, you know, working for a dealer and you're like, ooh, what's going to happen? Am I going to get fired? Some of you are stunned because right now they say there are... Two jobs for every job uh, seeker. 
I believe that's going to change. The market's correcting. It's been a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. How can you survive as an automotive technician, mechanic, whatever you want to call yourself, and as a shop owner? What do we need to do over the next six months? Or like right now, stay tuned, Kim Hickey, Automotive Tra- Training Institute. She's going to jump on board. Hang tight, Branch Nation. Of course you want your mileage back and all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. As a small business owner, we have a ton of overhead. One of those is merchant fees. To process credit cards can be expensive. I save over 75% with Card Connect Paradise. Get on to charge-it-now.com. Charge-it-now.com. Or give Dan Arndt at Card Connect Paradise a call. His team is standing by to help you out. I save over 75% in credit card merchant fees every month. That's huge. 480-289-6304. Card Connect Paradise. Save on credit card fees. Merchant service fees don't have to be ungodly expensive. Give Dan a call. 480-289-6304. Card Connect Paradise. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores. Nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients. And they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores. Amazing service. Knowledgeable counter folks. A complete line of original equipment. Parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Whether you're looking for a full-service direct mail or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, Mail Shark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success with direct mail postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, Mail Shark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts, direct mail. For more details, visit themailshark.com. Vision collision. God forbid you get into an accident or you get a little bumper, fender, bender, slight, or even if you've got that shopping cart that ends up scratching the side of your newer ride. My friends at Vision Collision, they're certified. They deal with insurance companies, but also what I really like is they were able to deal with my situation. I didn't want to exercise my insurance and I paid out of pocket and they gave me a very fair price with quality work. So for any complete auto body paint and repair, you want that small business, the heart of business that treats you one-on-one vision collision 480-248-9049 visioncollision.com when you're thinking about body shop or collision work paint repair dent repairs collision wheel restoration vision collision is the way to go tell them frank at wrench nation sent you 480-248-9049 480-248-9049 
Vision Collision. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. You ain't nothing but a Enough of that. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. We talked about this, Greg. Uh, Greg Ovis with G's up. We talked about some of the things that are going on right now. People are kind of getting a whiff, a sniff. Mm-hmm. TikTok videos of stuff falling off cliffs and things like that. Stock market is a bloodbath right now. Yep. Corporate earnings. It's real, man. If you want to bellwether about what's happening, I mean, Carvana is laying off. I saw that. I mean, their earnings are rough. Amazon's earnings are rough. I don't want, it, I don't want this to be a doom and gloom. But the last thing I want is for folks to have to turn their business ship around at the last minute and they're tilting. I have seen this before mm-hmm. and I wanted to bring in, I listen, I scanned the horizon. Kim Hickey is a rock star. She deals with hundreds of automotive shop owners across the country. Some doing well, some doing bad, but that's what coaching's about. Right. How do we run this five minute mile? Let's bring in Miss Kim Hickey with the automotive training Institute. Kim, are you hanging with us? I sure am. How no, are you? I'm good, girl. You're calling in from Florida. Florida. <laughs> I sure am. Don't bring that moisture over here, please. Nope, leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> Listen, I'm on the Gulf side. We don't allow moisture over here. I we, love we it. save that for the East Coast. You got better fishing than we do, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting right into it, can I ask you, are you seeing, let's just talk as just regular Joe Jill, consumer-ish. We know inflation's ridiculous. Price is going up. We, we, we were experiencing it like and you know we're some of us are struggling with making a decision about do I spend it here do I spend it here but my question is are you seeing let's attack mainstream media are you seeing some fear doom and gloom with the mainstream media like I don't really watch CNN too much but are you are you catching some vibes Oh, I mean, absolutely. You'd have to be under a rock to, even if you're trying to avoid negative uh, media and all the crap that's going on and the, the miscommunication and everybody trying to one-up the story. I mean, you have to look at what's going on in the in the economy now, right? And so I always like to look forward and not backwards. But in this instance, if we could take a minute and go backwards for a minute, because, you know, we are resilient people. <laughs> and and things happen, right? So I, you know, you and I share a little bit of heritage from New York. And do you remember when Skylab was falling and it was in the late 70s and we were all going to die? Because, oh, Skylab. You know, Skylab, yep. Oh, and, man, and- don't go back that far. That was like when we used to watch it, wasn't it? Well, Star Wars and... Like, that was real as a kid. Listen, it's like, what did the New Yorkers do? In five seconds after hearing that doom and gloom, there were entrepreneurs that went and took hard hats and painted them yellow and, you know, put Chicken Little on them and had T-shirts and watches and everything ready to go because they took advantage of what was going on in the market. So where, where, where everyone else saw something impossible and something bad, those entrepreneurs said, holy cow, we're going to take this, we're going to run with it, and we're going to make something good at it. And when you go through, I mean, we've had, you know, Bernie Madoff and the Ponzi schemes, Hurricane Katrina. We had a recession in 2007. We had one in, in, in around 80, right? We had, you mentioned earlier, 
September 11th, there's always something is going to happen, right? But if you position yourself to be in a good place and, and be there for your people and be transparent. And so you have to make sure that your people, because without your people, you don't have a business. I, as you know, refer to them as internal customers. You have to be transparent with your internal customers and let them know what's going on. Let them know that you have a handle on this. You're prepared for what's going on. And most of the things that's happening, we're going to be able to make a pivot just with education of our service advisors and how will we speak to our customers going forward. Yeah, you can't leave people in the dark. And, and, and I've seen this over the years. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. However, I remember there was a time where... you know. <laughs> The average owner, you know, had been experiencing pain for like two, three months and bills are late. They're 90 days deep and they just come in and start slicing and dicing. You're fired. You're here. You're there. Boy, you can't you just can't do that these days. And that's what you're speaking on. It's OK. In fact, I, I, I think it should be highlighted that if your company has a problem, you shouldn't hide it. Be transparent. Guess what? Somebody on your team may have an idea to help. And we're going to get into more of these tips and ideas, but I think it's the overall culture, Kim, that you're speaking on. Uh, and you see that a lot with those that get it on the business side. Absolutely. And, you know, the big takeaway, I think, for us in our industry, we're counter-cyclical, right? Shops, if they're not a bottom feeder, they're doing the right thing by people, internal, external customers, they're going to be fine. In any inflation and tight economy, the three things that people still pay for is housing, food, and transportation, right? So we, we have been blessed to be part of that big three during hard times and also to be deemed as essential businesses during COVID. And so people always have to have transportation, right, at the end of the day. So all of that bad news around it, the chip shortages, the uh, new car production, all of that's positive for us, right? It is. And I think what you're speaking on, and God love you, my hospitality people, uh, sometimes you guys take a haircut before anything because, you know, folks are not buying the $100, you know, pair of dinners or whatnot. Greg, you agree. I mean, the hospitality industry sometimes can get hit. Boy, and I feel yeah. bad for them in the last two years, hardcore. They, they got hit hard. It's kind of sad. Some and of the we, guys and were in that industry for years and... Yeah, and I have some marketing ideas that we're going to cover later in the show, but I do want to get to the meat and potatoes. Uh, you got a year three, year four, maybe five shop owner, great mechanic, who's a rock star under hood, understands how to fix these things, but maybe this is the first go around about what potentially could be coming up regarding how well he's got to keep in tune with the consumer. Let's talk about what are some of the key areas to keep your financial house, your automotive service center, low debt in-house, keep it clean. Yep. How can we start that? What should we be looking at, Kim, regarding keeping clean financially and not having this huge debt? Well, I mean, when you have to be a good steward of your finances, right? When you own a business and you become a leader and you learn all of the things you need to, you have a responsibility to the people that are working for you, your family, their families, the community. And so when things like this are happening, you really need to go through your P&L and look at the things that perhaps you don't really need. Everybody, it, they say it doesn't matter who you are, how tight your books are, you can cut probably 10% of expenses, right? But don't be, you know, what they say about penny wise and dollar foolish, right? We don't want to throw away money and just be crazy and go in and cut everything. But really look at 
what your expenses are and say, do I need it? A lot of times there's overlapping services, things that they haven't used. I'm guilty of it. My personal account every now and then I go through it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm paying for that subscription. I haven't used that thing in two years, right? So they have to do that for sure. Want to be really smart about purchasing things. Um, don't want to just run out and just run amok and start buying all kinds of equipment. Well, this is my something. fear. Uh, right. And, 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 and kudos to all uh, across all sectors of business that have done extremely well. I mean, post-COVID, I mean, you call like COVID was a black swan event, but for many of us, post-COVID was a black was a black swan event by how freaking insane consumption uh, for uh, services. Demand in general just, and that's where we're at, right? Basic lesson 101 inflation, supply demand. When that demand exceeds the supply, it gets a little wonky. I want to get in the weeds though. I am a busy shop owner and I'm seeing an uptick. I'm doing well. Should I slow down on any capital expenditures? Like how does that look by way of what I may be purchasing over a three to five year horizon should I hold off on buying equipment? And I know that's a that's a loaded question, and I know that's there's many different cases. But the percentage could you could you give us that maybe, Kim? Like, what do I allot for equipment based upon a P and L? Like, where do I get scared to my? I'm not going to sleep if I overspend. Where, where's that number? What's that look like? You know, that really depends. As as you said, there's a lot of different variables in there. So if you if you have a piece of equipment that is not operating properly or it's taking your people 10 times longer to do a job than if they had the right equipment and the right tool for it, you have to make that expense and you have to be smart about it. Look at the interest rates. Where are you buying it from? Are they going to help you out? Is there any kind of thing with your vendors that, you know, they credit back X amount of money from your bills towards this piece of equipment? There's a lot of vendors really willing to work with people today and to help entice them and give them incentives to purchase the equipment. But we have to make sure we're not buying a shiny penny, right? Man, you hit it on the button, man. Productivity. You cannot have the chef in the back with worn out knives trying to slice up chicken. You just can't have technicians working with a broken rack. I totally agree. And you know, while we're on that topic, one of the things that I've noticed over the last 30 years, and in fact, I've done it myself, things get a little tight. What's the first thing we do? We cut our marketing. Well, oh. we can't afford it. Like, and you lose. Make me just, you're gonna make my head. Well, I'm gonna. I want right us now. to talk about it. We got a few <laughs> minutes left before we got to cut to break. How important? And in fact, let me rephrase this. And I know there's variables, but what's a comfortable percentage for a small business, automotive service? to spend on marketing? Is it 1%, 2%, 8%, 6%? what your goals are, if you're actively growing your car count or if you're maintaining what you have, you have to account for attrition, all of that. I've seen them run anywhere from 8% to 15%, but that really ties into their, you know, three and five-year business plans. Are we in a growth mode? Are we in a let's stay where we are and have to keep replacing the people we lose through attrition? And where does that go? And we can never take our foot off the gas with marketing, and it's a big mistake that a lot of 
businesses and especially in our industry did when they got backed up, right? Because they, they, the people came out, they were running like someone left the gate open, all bringing, dropping off their cars and saying, fix it. I don't saying yes to everything. And people backed off the marketing. And now when that's coming around and stuff's starting to slow down again, they're, they're having to start all over from day one. And it's huge. If you look at Ford or Chevy or Tesla or Mercedes, any of those companies, even during the chip shortages, during all of the things, factories closing, they never stopped marketing. There is not a time that you can turn on your television and, and see a, would not see a commercial for a new Ford truck or a new Chevy truck or any of the other vehicles that don't have chips. Yeah. Why would they do that? They don't have the supply because they understand about marketing. Do don't do like Frank. Back in the day, I stopped the marketing and I was in my underwear with a sign on the corner. Hey, don't forget about me. Oh, that's scary. like my good friend Greg Buckley. He's been on the show multiple yep. multiple times. Buckley's Auto Care, out of Delaware, Wilmington. He says always be marketing, and that is fact. Kim Hickey, Master Coach, Trainer, Executive Coach, Advanced Profit First Professional. And a slew more. She's going to be rejoining. I want to dive deeper. I know I got a lot of you shop owners listening. Mechanics, they're going to open shops. Busy. Everybody's busy. What language do I use in my marketing presentations during this finicky consumer economic climate? Stay tuned. I came from the mud. Desert on my Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Charity partner Tech Force Foundation believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking to 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to techforce.org. Right on. Welcome back. Uh, Greg Oviston, studio with you. GWZUP. Frank Lloyd's here. DesertCarCare.com if you need service locally in Chandler. Or for that matter, we know a lot of you listen from all over the country. We're networked. I don't care if you're in Genoa, Alaska, out there fishing and your truck has a problem, we got somebody for you. Or if you're in New Jersey eating a taco, well, tacos. They, what do they eat in New Jersey, uh, Greg? Pizza. Pizza? No, they, well, yeah. Strambonis, Maloney's, and, uh, Philly, though, if you're in Philly. My point is, we got people all over the place. Everywhere. Fingers everywhere. Now, uh, our show topic, a bit on the industry-heavy side, which is well-deserving, but certainly, whatever business you're in, we've got to pay attention. Some of you have seen this pain before and swore to yourself, you will not visit that pain again. And so, you may have made some mistakes. You may have cut here, slashed Mm -hmm. here, sliced and diced. The fact is, consumers are going to be finicky. Adventure travel is, is, you know, we're looking at adventure travel right now. That, that's a problem. Airlines, they're betting that people will pay these insane prices. I'm flying to Florida from Phoenix to Tampa. It was like, and it wasn't even last minute. I gave them two weeks leeway. It was like 900 bucks. Wow. And my wife did it because I'm an idiot. I'll pay double. I mean, she's really, she's got like the wife algorithm. She's really cooking it. So 
We're specifically dialing in how to navigate the murky waters of a market correction and remain on top in your service base and dominate your service base, your automotive service center. Now, some of you are saying, Frank, listen, this is a moot point because we're, we're rocking it. We're killing it. Well, I'd rather you go away saying, all right, it never happened. Then a leak develops and you got, you're taking on water, man. And that ship is listing and it may be too late. Right. I've been there. I've done it. Not saying I got the Holy Grail, but I can't do it alone. Greg is in studio. And of course, Miss Kim Hickey of the Automotive Training Institute. Kim, welcome back. Thank you. On Ryan, folks, uh, tell us about your podcast. I, I love your podcast. I think uh, yeah. we danced on your podcast. That was a great show. <laughs> uh, folks, Maximum Octane. We, Maximum Octane, all my podcast family. Get on to where can they find the Maximum Octane? Anywhere that they listen to their pods. Isn't that great? Like, I, you know what? I thought I went, I was at the restroom and I saw like podcast directory these days. <laughs> it wasn't, the, it wasn't, the, not being silly, but no, that's a cool thing about podcasts. You find it, it's there. They are. I had somebody actually message me the other day and they were like, oh my God, I just listened to you and Frank on there. And I just felt like I was listening to two friends chatting about everything that's going on and they said it was wow. so fun to listen to you. Well, I'll tell you what. We're running it up the corporate ladder. ATI and <laughs> Rich Nation, we're going to do an after hours knee deep. I feel a collaboration. Do you know why, Kim? Because this is the gig. We don't celebrate life enough. I have been to, just like you have, and, and I, res- I love my industry, man. I'm willing to give a kidney a foot, a left pinky, a bad earlobe, whatever you need from me. I think I, we have. We've given our hearing, our knees, we have. our eyesight. <laughs> and so literally because of that, uh, we, we, need to, uh, we need to celebrate life respectfully to be around. Uh, you've been around, master coach, trainer, executive coach, professional certified. Man, huh? is there any coaching blah, degree? Blah, blah. You know? I mean, what's your next step? You going to Harvard, girl? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Got to see what I can work into the schedule. All right. We talked about the importance of cleaning your financial house. Yeah, and I just want to mention on that about the other things that, that people should be spending money on if we can. Because sure. we, you asked about equipment. Quality control, that's something that's getting overlooked right now with how busy people are. And we're, we're allowing a substandard to go on right now. And, and folks, we work so hard in our industry to show that we are the professionals that we are, that we pay attention. We don't look at, you know, thumbprints. We don't forget to tighten things on the wheel. We don't, all of those things. And what's happening is it's killing your brand. It's killing your brand right now when you're skipping any of the steps because your customers come in expecting a certain level of service. And then when you're too busy, and I have air quotes, you can't see me, to do those things, you're completely flipping your brand on end. So if you want to continue on this wave and if you have any concerns over what's going on in the um, industry right now and the economic uh, thing that's going on you have to make sure that you're securing your brand right well, i mean and- you're going back to roots basic roots what is your thought we like it at the garage crosshood check mm-hmm. crosshood check it, there's no shame in one seasoned godlike technician who has to have somebody else just kind of Walk over and just give a second eye because the volume game can cause a drop in that customer service, that that service experience. So cross hood checks. You've seen a lot of shops do that. 
Absolutely. And it's imperative that you do that because you're killing your brand. And so it's so counterproductive to spend money on marketing and building your brand and doing all these things. And then to have somebody come in and experience the total opposite of what you're out there saying your brand is, right? So we got to invest in that. We have to invest in the workforce development, hiring, training, retention, making sure that we're charging properly. Our, Our people in our industry have to get out of here with this $89 $89 an hour. I'm still seeing $100 an hour. I can't raise my labor rate because the economy is so bad and people can't afford it. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. And All you right. cannot afford to not be charging properly because you have to pay the people that are working for you a fair wage and that. So we got to we gotta do that. You got to use... I got to interject, Kim. That's I have to because I got a lot of moms and dads and parents in my Chrysler minivan mafia listening and the Mini Cooper maniacs. And, and they're saying, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say to raise the price of blah, blah, blah? Let me just Absolutely. put, I'm going to tell you something right now. You're listening. <laughs> and you guys know who listen to the show. You answer that cheapy, deepy, no extra cheese coupon price for service and repair and all that stuff. And what do you get in the end? You get a toothless Mahoney that don't know how to fix your car. And then what do you lose in the end? You lose time at work. So there is a fair price structure. And so you know, not just the automotive service industry, but all service industries, they are going to factor a price that keeps people employed that have talent. Absolutely. Because you're man people, just so they know the average wage right now, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics across the United States of America, has gone up for wages 5%, and it's at thirty one fifty eight an hour for non-farm workers. Got that? The average wage right now in the United States is thirty one fifty eight. Do you know what the average mechanic salary is in the United States of America right now? Oh, my God. Hang on. I need to take some Pepto-Bismol. What are you going to say now? Twenty two thirty an hour. Go. So, so you're putting uh, your children, God, yourself, ow, I can't stand your it. health, your well-being, your safety in a moving vehicle, and 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 you want the cheapest person in the world to, to be working on it. It's right? cheaper. I it's just, cheaper than that because look at inflation. <laughs> it's 8%. They right? get these fed, federal government cooking the books. They're telling us this, that, and the other thing, and they say wages went up 5%, and inflation is 8.1 as reported today, which is a horrific number, and we're actually losing money. Everybody's losing money. Every day. Gosh. Everybody's losing money in the automotive industry. The poor technicians that spend a lot of money in school and time and tools and to be the professionals that you want to keep your family safe are $10 an hour at a minimum behind everybody else in the United States. And you want a $20 oil change, like drive through lose choose cheeseburger give my cheeseburger fast quick I'm outraged and then you got a guy uh nothing against the guy missing the tooth and but i'm serious service they're called summer teeth we call them oh, summer teeth. i know a lot summer of my here, family are missing teeth i'm being crazy on it but um the, the that's fa- terrible that's terrible <laughs> well i'm just painting a picture this is what we need to do in radio or podcast land maybe but there is truth to that man if you you i'm pointing at you driving are the rock star entrepreneur, and you're going to establish a business and count your lucky (laughs) ducky pennies so you can sit my ties on the beach while screwing your people. Yep. Pay your people. Now, I want to get to that point. Where's a nice place to be? Uh, Let's talk about labor. Let's be transparent. If I charge, let's call it $100 an hour. 
what of my budget should be allotted to pay yep. everybody? What's that percentage? And you can certainly break it down to the good-looking people in the counter and the ugly people in the back, however you want to do that. Uh, what's, let's get to brass taxes because i got a lot of young shop operators that are getting it wrong right here. So, I mean, what we're seeing on an average right now is that the technicians loaded are probably 20% or a little higher of your labor. Gotcha. So if you, there you go Total right cost. there. So if, you, right. if you're $100 an hour... Well, let's break it down for the toothless people. If you're, every dollar you take in, a minimum of 20 cents on that dollar needs to be going to your technicians loaded. And stop it. That doesn't include the lunch. Try to buy them lunch too, damn it. Yes. All right. What's next? The front counter, happy people. What yep. are they doing? So depending on how many people you have in the front, if there are actual managers there, if they're allowing you to go and sit and drink Mai Tais, the very (laughs) minimum you want is probably 10% of your sales, total sales, and a little bit more if, you know, that person is allowing you to not be at the shop. Right. So what we just established here, and listen, I don't care if you own a dry cleaner. No. It's really service related, Right. Uh, the fact is, before you go out and establish a business, you're excited, and you should be. No one wants to take that away. But how you will end up in behavioral therapy is not structuring a labor rate. Whatever widget or good or product or service you want to present, you have to reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. Kim, uh, I want to go back to something. We talked about language do I use in marketing. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes remaining here in the show, and I want to make sure we cover this. Uh, do you find that when the sky's partially falling, folks get nervous? We change the message to sort of bait people in. Let's get right to it. Some sort of evasive offer to get people in the door. Do you find that that's something that we... I see that people do that, but it's not a good idea because, again, you're changing your brand. So you, you can't be everything to all people. If you want to be the cheapest in your area, you're never going to be because there's always going to be a Walmart or a Jiffy Lube or something else. So forget about being the cheapest. So you might also be the best and provide the most yeah. value. And that's yeah. what you want to get across to your people. People are smart. They're not dummies. They can smell fear a mile away. Mm-hmm. So when they start getting these text messages to say, oh, $25 off your next service, or we just got a cancellation today, or whatever other stuff that I see people sending out, People are not dumb. They, they know there's something going on. They know that you're just trying to get them in there, and it reeks of desperation. How many times do you get something from the car dealer of the car that you had 10 years ago of, oh, your whatever vehicles do for service, or we want your trade, you know, come in, we'll pay you $5,000 over for your trade, right? It just, it reeks desperation. One. You have to understand what your brand is, and you stay true to it. You don't try to then switch mid-cycle. So again, just decide what you want to be when you grow up. You want to be the cheapest? Good luck fighting with Walmart and dropping pennies every other time and throwing out coupons. Or you want to be the best place in town, provide exceptional service every time, whether you're busy, whether you're slow, whether there's a labor shortage, whatever. You've got to stick to it. You've got to stay true to who you are, or they, they know it. They smell it, and your internal customers smell it, too. All right, listen, I just pissed off a bunch of our young drivers. They're new to the game. They're not too okay. sure. Uncle Louie's helping out, and they heard Walmart. They heard drive through fast. They heard cheap. This is the gig officially. No one is suggesting you should ever pay outside of what your budget is. 
However, Correct. if we're thinking strictly on price, that price that sounds good yep. will hit you and bite you. And that is a lesson learned. And we see that from 18 to 25, unless your you're, you're, you're dad and mom work for the feds, then they cook books, and then you're savvy. <laughs> but 18 to 25, I'm speaking straight to you. You yep. come in, and we love you. You're bright, you're brilliant, but you're washing your panties, and we want to help you. When you call for automotive service, remember, it's not how much is it going to cost to fix that problem. It's how much does it cost to get that x-ray. There should be that skin in the game, and a good shop is not selling you the farm. Many outfits are looking to pay 14.5 mortgages with your lousy little visit, and it's a buku repair. You want to hear, what's in it for me? What's my service plan? I love you, Johnny. I love you, Jilly. I'm coming back. But do I need this today? And those good service centers, they get it. Yep. It's priced into honest, fair, transparent, period. And we don't knock Walmart. It's a different business model. Recycle the oil, whatever they're doing over there with the fishing rods. I don't know. Because they're cooking the books, I think. I'm speaking for the respectable. You can get a cooler and an oil service. Yeah, there you That's go. it. And then get that cheeseburger made in Vietnam. I don't know what they're selling over But anyway, Miss <laughs> Kim Hickey uh, with ATI Automotive Training Institute. We have a few minutes remaining. Uh, I want to go back to something that I got to give tribute to my wife because she's savvy. I'm the dummy. I get dirty and I don't know why I got dirty. And then I find out people tell me I got dirty and I don't get dirty again. My wife has this sort of gut, instinctive, Lebanese kind of peddling. I mean, this is like ancient. She's ancient business. She peddled her family goats and sheep in in Lebanon. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, but she is savvy. Back in the day, back in the day, 1996, 97, 98-ish, we struggled, man, paying our bills. Because her business model was, we're going to be cheap. I'm going to have lots of cars. I'm going to miss the first five years of my daughter's life because I'm working 18 hours a day losing money. And we were in trouble financially. And one of the things that my wife came up with was this sensibility about some of the fixed expenses to negotiate, i.e. rent. And what she did, I didn't even know this. She got on the phone. She called the landlord. And she plighted the case. We're not leaving, but we need help. We're willing to send this lease a little further out. Can you give us some concessions? Some Everything's things. open to negotiate. I love right? it. See, I that's mean, she's drinking yeah. with my wife. See, that's, <laughs> I love it. Because what all someone can say is no, right? So we want to be aware of that. But you have to watch those expenses because things go up and you don't even realize. And sometimes even the rent and other things do too. If you have camp costs in there, if you have any other dues, things creep up and people don't pay attention. And that's why it's so important to have a monthly budget that you're entering the numbers in so you're looking at it. Today, we are on automatic payment, automatic withdrawal, and we don't look at the numbers. And so before you know it, something is much higher and you're like, holy crap, blah, blah, months ago, I was paying $500 a month for my insurance. It's $750. So you have to be able to, to look at those things and be smart about it and sit down with your vendors, whether it's your insurance company, your parts vendors, all of that, your, your landlord, and say, what can be done here if we move this further out, like you said, with a lease? If I can guarantee you X amount more years, what can we do there? If it's your insurance, there's many times there's things in there that you don't need, and then a lot of people don't even have the stuff that they do need. So you should always be looking at that, I, I would say, a minimum of 
every six months, not only at the price, but what is your coverage? Right now, for example, prices are skyrocketing for houses. I know my house is doubled. I, I, I can in my old shop, I think it's doubled in the past whatever months for, for the building. And so people aren't looking at insurance and saying, holy cow, do I need to raise the, the liability on that and what I'm paying? Because if I have to replace that building today or that house, and so we can't, those things can't be set it and forget it, right? Your vendors, I mean, how many of people are listening, and I hope they all are, are paying, you know, have a net 10 or something set up where they're getting a bigger discount if they pay cash um, up front, you know, in the beginning of the month in, in a certain amount of days, right? Or some people even go on a weekly payment to get even deeper discounts because that's great for cash flow on both ends, right? You're not waiting till the end of the month to take a big chunk out. And it's a win for your vendor because they're getting constant cash flow every week. So oftentimes you can negotiate something of if I pay my bill weekly, how much deeper of a discount can I get? So you, you have to be aware of all of those things. And if you don't have the time to do it, which is a big excuse, rent a CFO, rent somebody to do it, to come in and look at your stuff every so often because it has to be done. These things are not set it and forget it. No doubt. I mean, I think it's just paying attention. Sometimes we get too comfortable and I go back to, uh, you know, fear and greed. What's our position when we're fearful? What's our position when we're greedy? Some of you call it whatever fancified situation you want, but as the psychology that sets in with fear, that's a big deal. Greed, that's a big deal. So you do want to look at, A, maintaining your brand position. And it ain't easy. When COVID hit, September 11th, all these sort of bumps, black swans, whatever you want to call them, you get a little nervous. Don't get nervous. Maintain the fort. Allow your good people with you in your tribe to contribute. Be transparent. Mm-hmm. Look at those expenses. Make sure the message of your brand stays on point. So here's another tip. We have seen success with it. And dang it, it's a feel good. Raising up fundage for any charitable is huge. So if you're likely to maybe... Meet the consumer where it may be a little tough for them. Don't discount it, but maybe tie in with the charitable because that's what we need. COVID hit, and it was crazy to think that people actually didn't have food in their house. So what can we do as a service provider in the community? A lot of you are thinking all this. I mean, numbers are huge, but you ain't nothing if you can't lay in bed with your community when it counts. And I say that meaningfully. And Kim, I know that you've got a lot of great shops with Auto Training Institute, autotraining.net, and you hear these stories. And one of the reasons why we're still in this crazy automotive business is because it's, it gets you going for the next day. You hear about these stories. Talk to us about that. Give me an example. Oh, it was so uh, inspirational. And you know me, my thing for COVID is the new fantastic. I was so tired of hearing about the new normal. And I, I saw people in our industry do things that just inspired me, made me cry like a little baby. I mean, snot running out of my nose. <laughs> and I am an ugly crier. I will tell you that right now. But they just moved me and inspired me so much. And to watch our shop owners buy gift certificates from restaurants that were closed and hair salons that were closed and other businesses that were not as fortunate as us and give them as gifts to their customers and their internal customers and to try to really give back to the community. 
they felt it. And they, some of them almost felt guilty that they were open and the other people were not able to. And so they did everything that they could to bring joy to them, to be an inspiration to them. I saw them open up their doors to their waiting rooms for kids that didn't have computers at home. You know, you have a family with four kids and there's one computer for everybody to share. That's Where the tough. heck's everybody doing their schoolwork on? Yeah. So they yeah. opened up their That's shops tough. for kids to come in and do their schoolwork, their and homework. They donated laptops. I mean, they did so many things. Yeah, they no, did. that's the way to do it. And I always said, put us automotive. People in government will straight it all out. Maybe. <laughs> Our guys can rule the world. <laughs> Kim Hickey, Automotive Training Institute, Rockstar Coach. You've got an amazing team uh, making huge strides for the industry, autotraining.net. We could only cover so much in a little 60-minute format, we're going to have you back. I'd like to recheck temperature in the future in three months because I know that you're going to deal with a lot of different businesses. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe, hey, maybe thing, they ain't, Maybe this is all a head fake, but I'd rather be cautious. And Kim Hickey, we so appreciate you and Native Automotive Training Institute for navigating the discussion with us. Kim, you're a rock star. Thank you so much for Thanks. joining Ranch Nation. Well, thank you so much for the kind words and just everybody listening. Model the behavior that you want to see in your people. They're looking to you. And if you're, you know, showing fear and you're showing uncertainty and all of that, just be transparent. Keep it real. Be honest with your people and model that behavior you want to see. Excellently. Well said. Kim Hickey, Automotive Training Institute. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Great conversation. We are going to pick this up again. I don't know when. Yeah, we can keep but going. But I want to follow through with this. And more importantly, I want to thank you for joining us, all my podcast family. Saturday, KMET. And, of course, my 88.7 The Pulse family and KFNX on the weekend. You rock. Catch the podcast on Sunday. As I tell you every week, man, be safe. Hug each other. And never forget, dog mechanic. <laughs>